You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGacky, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! This is the second time you've mentioned it, and both oh. times I've anticipated you saying "If I could turn by- back time" by if Cher. If I could turn back time, man, I sing it with. You see, did you f- hear the glory I just sang that with? I can. Time you know what? I can actually hear you this week, as opposed to last week when. Uh, well, time will yeah. tell, my friend, because who knows? This I'm still convinced this mic isn't going to work. Suck so. it. Skype is working. So far, we're uh, yeah. twice as good as we were last we're week. We're dunking on the internet. We're Sean Kemp. Fucking double-handed axe-handled dunk t- with foul uh, on the fucking internet. Um, I should put up the uh, the outtakes from the third <laughs> attempt of last week, where when well, the internet kept dropping out, when uh, like after the third time, I threw my remote control across the room and started <laughs> screaming. It was it was quality. And Andrew's remote control is is circular, so uh, it's um, that's it bounces. That, it bounces from. Uh, so what's up, big high roller Andrew? You are, are vice famous now. How does it feel? Weird. Yeah, have you been uh, contacted by other media outlets? Larger Maybe, media? I don't know. I didn't know we were contacted by Vice. It's um, it's very much one of those, uh, I, I don't want to be a member of any club who would have me as a member. You know, like, it's one of those things. <laughs> All of a sudden you're like, well, nah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's a tough thing. I mean, when we were both in the band, it was always one of those things. It's like there's no, like you're sort of running a business, but you're not really because you no. have no way to gauge whether your business is growing or shrinking until it's <laughs> way past like the point of no return right so it's all little things like that like getting write-ups in like ap or like vice or something yeah, where, like exactly. it's just like oh all right, this is a way to gauge i'm definitely i there's more people listening to me now than last year exactly but I, when i know there's more people listening like my first thought when i i, I read it in the diner this morning <laughs> was that I wanted to spend the day writing an EP called Asshole, where the cover was just a person of pictures, like a picture of a person's asshole on it, and then just play open open chords, like just open like strum a, like a drone, and uh, and have Patrick just 
I either say asshole in a lot of different languages or, you know, just some shit like that. Something that was relatable to no human being. It was my immediate you know, first reaction. Well, yeah, that's that was always our first reaction. We'd always follow greatness with mediocrity, which, <laughs> is, which was our, our hallmark. For every great 7-inch we put out, we put out one that was recorded in, in a basement that didn't sound very good at all. Or something that, like... I wasn't writing riffs particularly well for that month, or I had uh, I concealed a pill addiction from everybody for a while, and um, which I, I did. But uh, I, I, <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> no, it was it was that was good. I, that was my Artie Lang on Howard Stern moment where I can concealed a fairly serious Vicodin addiction from everybody. Jesus, oh uh, five to mid oh six. Um, yeah, I live in a punk house, man. You know that's how you fucking right, go. Fair enough. Uh, and I wasn't writing. I was around the Charles Rocket era, where I wasn't. Oh, yeah. I wasn't writing the hot riffs anymore. <laughs> I was. Oh, what a life, man! Think about our lives, Andrew. There was one of those records, man, where like I. I don't even remember which one it was. I'm so happy because it should be buried. It was just like one of the worst things. <laughs> one of the, the worst things I've ever played on. One of the worst things I've ever recorded. Oh, I. I think I know which one you're talking about. When I yeah, was like, I remember that riff like it was fucking yesterday. If you make the call, bro, I'll go on the road, play those end of year fucking riffs, man. Yeah, I think that was the one. Oh, it's really bad. It's really bad. And that was the same session where, for some reason, you decided you wanted to play clean guitar, and I'm like, mother. Fuckers! I'm like trying to dirty up your like solid no, state clean man. guitars. Oof. It was it was um. It's better that I'm not in the band now. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Although reading the yeah reading the article yesterday, um, it, it was it is really like I'm watching like my child go off to college. Oh fuck! <laughs> it really kind of is not. Now I'm not saying I'm not down talking or saying that in a condescending way, but it's like. You know, something I created, you know, after the first practice. This shit was fucking mine, bro. <laughs> I fucking wrote the riffs, and then you joined and fucking made it better. And this shit was tight. And then there, and there, I'm like, there you go. It's like great to see that sometimes. You know, you guys are going to play Coachella in a couple of years. And, um... Got a lot of questions about if we're playing Coachella. No, we're not fucking playing Coachella. Like, what are you kidding me? You will definitely do it. It's a very, very long shot. It will be you, and then um, Haim will get on the stage, and Haim, <laughs> Haim will be like, oh, thank you, Assault Defense family. You guys are awesome. We're going to send this song out to you. It's called If I Could Change Your Mind. It goes out to Andrew. If I Could Turn Back Time. If I Could Turn Back Time. So, um, yeah, I, if you hadn't noticed, I have a lot more energy today. I'm I feeling did. really good. Uh, I stopped drinking diet soda for one day and i feel like i'm 20 <laughs> yeah i don't know i advise, i've been following I, that saga on facebook I, yeah it's become a saga everybody cares about me all of a sudden assholes <laughs> but it's like uh i've rekindled the unsurpassed energy era huns oh yeah um i'm probably just having a manic episode but i'm rolling with it um and i'm in the middle of moving my room is in shambles. Everything yeah, is... your your nagel print is no longer above your head. No, it's not. <laughs> I saw one at the Salvation Army today. I almost bought it for uh, you. You really should have. You buy me. You bought me a mic stand at Salvation Army. I did. I buy you a lot uh, of shit at Salvation yeah, Army. Me... We have a weird thing like that. You got me a flashlight at Salvation Army. Yeah, it was cool. Barely used. Yeah, ignore the lotion. Said right on there. Um, <laughs> it's just lotion on the on the outer on on the edges. Uh, that reminds me of the time I went with a girl to Montreal. Uh, which will tie into a, a Tumblr question we'll get in later on. 
This was the girl. This was the girl that um, had the boyfriend who mean mugged me at the cover show. The guy who looked like he played magic cards. I love that guy. He's the best dude. Um, I took her to Montreal for a good time, and uh, you know, got a room at the Governor and uh, fucked while looking over the. Uh, I felt like a Canadian Tupac, where I was like, you know, in the song, uh, in the song, watch your phone number, where he muses about fucking a girl on the balcony overlooking L.A. I was fucking her on a bed overlooking Montreal. Like the snow blowing by in Montreal. Overlooking St. Catherine Street. Right on St. Catherine Street. Of course. Perfect. And overlooking everything. And it was like 30 stories up. It was perfect. Right. But I, I, uh, I guilted her into going into a sex shop. And I had to explain what people do with the things. Who uh, is this person you had to guilt into going to a sex shop? Is she an uh, adult? I'm not, no, I'm not going to play names, bro. No, right. she's an adult, man. She's an adult. She Are you is. sure she was? Not, I mean, I, I, chronologically, I would assume she's an adult, but it doesn't doesn't sound it like was, she. Well, whatever. It wasn't her bag, bro. Apparently, well, not. Montreal's a fast town. You know, Montreal's the fastest fucking town. It is something <laughs> else. That spot. Have that we is, talked about this in the podcast? We've talked about Montreal in the past. Yeah, Montreal is like a fucking lunatic scene, man. I've been looking at articles, especially on Life Hacker, which probably doesn't help me very much. Since like all the all the things that are suggested on Lifehacker require some sort of a human drive, which I don't have at all, mm-hmm. it's like be a be a more effective worker in five steps, and it's like I can't get past step one. I can't get off Facebook at work. <laughs> it's um, all like Lifehacker. I think was pretty uh, pretty interesting when it came out. It was sort of novel, uh, and has become tremendously tremendously sad. Like. Eat with your non-dominant hand to no. uh, it's like, fuck. Come on, yeah, god run, damn it! They're they're running out of. Um, well, ideas. they ran out like four years ago, but they still need people to click on their shit. So there Maximize you go. Maximize your workout in ten steps. Let's. This is this is bringing us right to something I've been thinking about today. Uh, let's it, segue into what are people what are, what are people freaking out about for um, you this week? People are freaking out about the fact that Connor Oberst is a fucking raper. Oh, I forgot about wow. that shit. Oh, Connor Oberst is a goddamn. Raper. I mean, I, I repressed that memory. It's yeah. <laughs> you repressed the time that Connor Oberst raped you. Yeah. Fuck. I'm, I'm surprisingly nonchalant about it now. Well, I had a similar, um, uh, experience. with Connor Oberst. Like how um, long it took you to get to experience well, her? That was I good. Th- I went. I. I thought that he was the art, the singer Owen, <laughs> and I went to a show, and I was this is this ties in perfectly with my pill experience, where I was on pills, and uh, I got Sean Duty to drive me in his dad's car, uh, a little, little a couple hours west to see Connor Ober's play, but I thought it was Owen, because uh, a friend of mine on the Promise Ring message board had told me that uh, Owen was playing, so. I went there, and um, uh, Sean Duty, who, who wasn't a fan, and in typical Sean Duty fashion, he wasn't a fan of Owen or Connor Oberst, uh, nor did he want to drive me in his dad's car, his dad's Honda. Uh, his Honda remember his dad's Honda two-door? That was the best car. <laughs> did his dad have a Honda two-door? I only remember his father having that gigantic Suburban. No, remember the little white car he used to drive? Oh, I do uh, remember the little white. Oh, that was that was a real scene we there saw too. Him driving and singing, that was the best. Oh yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we get there to the venue, and it turns out that the the show has been uh, canceled due to weather. You know, it's snowing, and 
uh, some dude drops me off and then then leaves. I figured I'd make my way back. I'd find somebody to stay with. So it's just Connor Oberst and I in a in a church, repurposed church, um, opened specifically for. Uh, it's an art church, which means that it's it's shuttered and closed ninety uh, percent of the time due to funding. But it's open. It was open for the show, and it was warm inside, and there were candles, and there was just wine. And then um, Connor Oberst uh, bent me over a pew and uh, raped me. I was going to say, how long could you possibly go on with this for? I was just like, man, this is this is the really dragging is, on. This Andrew, is the question is, Andrew, how long can I hold out without going after Connor Oberst's apple? Without uh, without posting on Facebook about it. <laughs> the best part was halfway through uh, getting fucked. I was like, you're not Owen. <laughs> he's like that's damn right i'm not owen don't you fucking forget it fuck um anyway. so yeah so yeah people apparently freaking out about that well I, and it's i have came... like no thoughts on this matter i've never met this dude or i've never met this like anybody involved in this nor has most people well it, was, it, it came you out know? of it was a post on a blog and it went uh viral i guess oh, as, sound... as these things do <laughs> to sound like an old person it went viral it did and it was um, the the post was a little fishy, I guess you could say. Um, it was on, uh, I think it was on a blog like um, like Exojane, I think it's called, which I've looked at a couple times. It was an, uh, it was a, it was a comment about a woman wrote an actual story about being raped by her musician boyfriend or being sexually assaulted, and somebody chimed in. Uh, with their story, and the problem is it's so delicate because you're dealing with a, a rape story, which you always want to believe it. You know, like the Ben Roethlisberger rape story. You, I want to believe that he raped her because that's just like, and I don't know why though. I don't. Yeah, I you know. It's like, like I these always, are things I don't care about. Like I don't. Yeah. Not like it, it's sad that this woman was raped. That sucks. Like it's also not my business in any capacity Very true. like i i don't assume that because somebody can play guitar that they're not capable of rape or that like because <laughs> right. they wrote a song that's nice that they're not like they don't do shitty things like right. it's and i came at it from a couple different ways because i'm like number one whenever you hear like and i think it's from the climate i came in when i was growing up or whatever but it's like when i whenever i hear like you know connor obers raped a girl i'm always like i always just assume it's true and, but I don't know why, you know? You're just like, oh, fuck, Conor Obers is a raper. And I think that's really dangerous because people fucking lie all the time. Oh, no doubt. I, at the same time, why would you assume it's false? Or why would you right. assume anything about it ever? I guess is really my my question. Like, oh, these two have a lot to work out. Yeah, no, yeah. And then I then I get, exactly. And the bottom line is it's nobody's fucking business but Conor Obers and this this girl. The only thing that makes me believe these kind of allegations is that dude plays such, like, sad bastard music yeah. that I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, any time like anytime I see a band that is handing out anti-racist action flyers... <laughs> you just assume they're a closet racist? I 100% assume that they are in a car with the windows rolled up all alone screaming racial obscenities at the guy who's crossing the street up uh, up ahead of them just like frothing at the mouth style well, um I, so yeah i think this is a fine time to uh, divulge the revelation that i woke up in a motel room one morning and 
Bonnie Prince Billy was licking my asshole. Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. How do you meet these people? Bonnie, I was like, Bonnie Prince Billy. He's like, Shh, not now. I was like, Fuck. well, he changes his identity a lot. He definitely, you know, he's he's got he's one step ahead of the uh, the curve. No, yeah, always. I mean, innovative musicians carving their way into the world, making music more accessible for children and, and teachers. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, raping. And also committing on analingus on unsuspecting uh, men and women. This is good. We're like we're just about fifteen minutes in, and we just we just dove head first into the rape jokes, and we just like went well, for it. You know, um, it's uh, yeah. Maybe we should cool it on the rape jokes. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Now RB. No, it's the thing is, man. You send me those fucking hot Snapchats, and I get all worked up. <laughs> Yeah, man. Thank you uh, for the the few women uh, and one man who sent a picture of his butt, which is equally awesome. Um, sending those hot Snapchats. I appreciate the funny Snapchats, and we have a lot of funny people who listen to the podcast, funnier than us. Uh, and but you know, late night, Mike, my fucking my shit starts glowing, and I, I start knowing that a Snapchat is there. And I get six seconds in heaven with someone. No, you need to cool it on the fast ass, man. Like you need to fucking dial it back. I know. I've got Grinder. I've got Tinder. I've got Snapchat. You gotta take your goddamn phone away from you. You should, man. You should. I should become a luddite. I see. I I I booked Dan Higgs uh, a show in Albany, and all of a sudden I really want to become him, like bad. Like I just. <laughs> and I really just want to play like outsider music, and I really just don't want to have a phone. Or like have like a landline phone with a with a tape answering machine, which was just was Justin Kiss had until uh, uh, until 2010, which was great. That's pretty dope. Justin Kiss really wanted to come on the podcast yesterday, but not so much today, sadly. That's a shame. He does exist, everyone. We've gotten a few questions about him, but uh, he's uh, laying low. Um, we had uh, him and I had a burger and a laugh last night. We played as a forty-one and thirty-six-year-old man does when they get together. We played Grand Theft Auto. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and we fucking laughed, and I, we we got to the point where it was like <clears throat> you pick up, you know, you start getting going with a girl. You're like, oh, you can you can call so and so for um, you know uh, dates once in a while. So I kept calling her repeatedly, and she finally agreed, <laughs> which is what I would do. Which is exactly what I would do. You really embrace the role oh, of the yeah. uh, the protagonist of Grand Theft Auto. That's, no, no he's question. He's just the one where the guy's like uh, an Eastern European psychopath. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, perfect. No I love question. And then um, I fucking drove by our house and just started beeping the horn <laughs> and spinning the wheels until they smoked and shit. I was like, her name was Michelle. I was like, Michelle. <laughs> In the middle of the night, you call her up, and she's like, oh, I can't talk right now. But then you call her up later in the day, and she's good to go. You take her to a bowling alley. I took her to a bowling alley, right? And she's like, let's go bowling. I'm like, the most boring date ever. Like, I'm going to fucking drop you off. Let's just um, go to the mall. Yeah. Well, I know, right? I'm like, I'm Eddie Vedder. Uh, like, I'm Eddie Vedder. Um, <laughs> you're Eddie, so you're Eddie Vedder. You're taking this girl bowling. That's yeah, wild. you know? And, hey, um, I could probably, in Albany, I could be like, yeah, you know, I toured with Pearl Jam. They were assholes. You know, I could totally get that fast ass off of that. But I, I Could won't... you take a girl on a date to go play Grand Theft Auto and go on a date in the game, you think? Do you could hmm. swing that? I think I could, actually. You know, that's a really good idea. Um, I could go to Justin Kiss's house and be like, dude, just give me like a solid 20 minutes. And we can we can handle it. You know it's cool. I mean? This is my friend's house. Don't touch the cat. 
Don't touch the cat or the cat will touch you uh, in a big way. I got scratched when I was watching the football game. The cat just came up to me while I was eating pizza and just scratched my leg. No, oh, fuck, fuck that cat. That <laughs> cat really sucks. It's a beautiful cat, but it also sucks. It's got really fat all of a sudden, so it looks like That's a basketball. Neat. Perfect. Um, and this looks actually, it's black, so it looks like a bowling ball. It's exactly what I want to have in my house, like a fat animal that doesn't show any affection and just hurts you and needs to be fed. Well, that's that's me, like once a month when I come visit you. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I'm trying, man. I, I wish I could live with you guys. If I lose my job, I'm definitely crashing with you guys. I'm awesome. Never, it's going to be like School of Rock where Jack Black lives in like the dude's alcove. That's exactly what it's going to be like. I'm going to live in the middle room. <laughs> I'm going to live in the TV room, and I'm never going to change my socks, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Tell Gabri I'm coming. Um, Down. She she listens to the podcast. She'll I'll I'll let her hear that on her own. <laughs> Sorry, Gab. I know you try to keep I know you try to keep a, keep a clean house, but when Hans Man's over, <laughs> it's about to go up in smoke. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of spilled Czech beer on your floor in about two weeks. <laughs> um, anyway, well, uh, so I uh, I was saying before, what are people freaking out about? The yeah. reason I segued into this is. It really just this is this actually speaks volumes about the kind of person I am. It just occurred to me today that the people I know on my Facebook who are freaking out about uh, posting inspirational videos from Upworthy and uh, <laughs> wow. and lists from BuzzFeed and all these things cool Facebook friends are actually excited about these things. It's not like a, it's not like a joke. I don't get. <laughs> Like, this is actually a real thing. Like, this is people who... The most annoying people... Or the most annoying person uh, on my Facebook friends list we discussed last week posted one of the most annoying inspirational videos I've ever witnessed. It was so bad that I just sit <laughs> through the entire thing. Um, and yeah, it really struck me that these these fucking illiterate assholes that I know are uh, are really reading the uh, the BuzzFeed Top 50 Signs You're a <sighs> 90s Kid list. So good. Top 50 um, Signs? You're from the, you're from the Northeast. Yeah, it's cool. Do me a favor and uh, rip the electrical cord out of your computer and then uh, plug each end into your eyeball. Yeah, jam that shit into your neck. Yeah, it is really, really stupid. Do me a favor and stop breathing, bro. (laughs) So I'm freaking out about that. (laughs) That's a a big freak out. Uh, I've had a mini freak out because I miss Sean Duty a lot. Um, I haven't heard from him this week. I don't know what he's got going on. I know, I haven't heard from him either. He was very apologetic about not contacting me. How convenient, right? He's very apologetic about not contacting me over Christmas because he thought I was at my folks' house, which I was. But hey, you know, drop your man a line. Uh, Merry Christmas. Considering I've done so much for him in his life, I've given him a thick skin. I've made fun of him every way you a man could. What um, if? <laughs> what if you were just to out of uh, out of anger, mm. out of being like uh, a petty dude? What if he just went over and kicked his parents' door in, but didn't even go in? Just went and like ruined his parents' front door and then left. I could do that. He has. I that think little, it's a good idea. He has that little porch part where there's just the front door, and then, uh, and then there's the big door. So I could just really just kick in the front you wooden. Could, door. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd be like Sean Duty, wow, and then I'd be like, and then I would just run away. Uh, and I would take the muffler off my car so it would sound like a really loud car. <laughs> what if you drove past his house and uh, did donuts in the lawn and like fucking just Michelle. like the just... <laughs> The best part about that game, oh, it's so it's so good. It just it, it really speaks to all of my fucking little triggers. It's right. 
call her at three in the morning. Hey, what are you doing? They're still around. <laughs> you can send a text too. You can be like, "Fuck you." Like, like she'll say, "Oh, I'm not into it now, but call me back tomorrow, and I'll send a text back in the game." <laughs> Fuck you. Or the best part, we went on the date to the bowling alley, and everything was cool, but I ended the bowling game early, and I you can walk up to the burger spot, and I ate a burger, and then I walked up to a table of dudes playing cards, and I just started beating the shit out of the dude playing cards. <laughs> and it was like the best date. She was like so into it. But she didn't, she, well, at the end, she's like, I didn't know you were so violent. And the guy's like, oh, you know, it's hard to control myself sometimes. And it's like so good. So good. And I was running the whole time, so she had to keep up with me. Very, like, very, very much like going on a date with me. Yeah, really that's actually that's pretty uh, pretty true to life. It was good. Um, so, yeah, I missed the Goodman a little bit. Uh, he's uh, laying low. And we are all over the fucking place tonight. I know, I kind of like it. <laughs> but I, uh, um, speaking of Sean Duty, I need to congratulate our followers. Uh, you gave me a lot of shit about being fat. Um, and I haven't forgiven some of you, because I know who you are. You took uh, names. I took names. I, t- I fucking, uh, as my uncle uh, my uncle Red used to say, I kicked ass and I took names. Um, which I still don't know what that means. He's like, if you play football, because when I was playing high school football, he remarked that I need to get bigger in the weight room. And I was like, well, you know, I think I'm doing all right. And he's like, if you get a little bigger, if you learn how to, because he's from Staten Island, he's like, you get a little bigger, you learn how to fucking, you learn how to lift, you're going to kick ass and fucking take names. And I was like, in like 11th grade at the time, (laughs) (laughs) drinking, drinking beer from like a tap, like reaching over the bar, drinking beer. That's like where I was at. My uncle owned a bar at the time. JW Saloon on uh, uh, Richmond, Richmond Terrace in Staten Island is still there. Is that right? Does he still own it? No, uh, my uh, my uncle passed away. No, uh, I'm yeah. not going to roll through. Then I was going to, well, but now I'm not. Should roll through. <laughs> no, you should roll through. Uh, actually, uh, my cousin is a firefighter in Williamsburg. So if you ever, um, just... inevitably, when my next door neighbor falls asleep while smoking, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'll meet your cousin. Yeah, just look for it. I say, yo, man, and they'll pound you out. He's got fucking tattoos and shit. He'll be like, yo, bro, fucking pound you out. Um, yeah, so uh, I like being I like having energy because we're always all over the place. I've I, we've had a lot of revelations, but anyways, I'm talking about um, congratulations, Tumblr followers, on not giving me any shit about having um, a 20 year old frat dude suck my cock. Yeah, that was uh, surprisingly all's quiet on the Western Front. There, it was very possible they couldn't understand what you said. <laughs> so we'll see what happens now. I know, and I was so bummed that it didn't fucking work again. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And I was actually like really bummed about it for a little while because this podcast. I mean, let's face it, this podcast is the only thing I have going for me. Um, that's not. It was true. a day. It was a day for me to put that <laughs> episode together. It was a lot of hard decisions to be made there. But, Will uh, we do this a fifth time? No, no. Uh, but our, Briti- our British friend, Aunt Br- uh, uh, our British friend Andrew, uh, contacted me today and said that uh, it was good. He liked it. So, right, fuck it. Fuck it. Um, Andrew's in abandoned in England, but I forgot their name, so I can't plug them. Perfect. So. Well done. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'll get at you on the flip side. But yeah, I like having British friends. You know, this podcast has really taken us to the other level. You know, where um, I feel like now 
uh, that we can just go any in any direction we want. We've got celebrity interviews lined up, um, sort of. And um, I am going to post a, a nudes on the uh, Tumblr every week. Oh, this is really good. I'm very no. excited right now. <laughs> are you? How excited are you? What if we ended up having cyber like cyber sex? You and I. You and I. Yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> what? All right. I know. I what just, if? No, I'm just. You know, I made a I made a resolution to to come up with some hard hitting questions to ask you. Oh, good. And that's the only one I could come up with. I made a uh, a resolution to use the overnight drive Tumblr. You should. Or not not Tumblr. The the Twitter. My no. bad. I guess the Tumblr too, but uh... use the Twitter, man. Get in yeah. uh, the Twitter, the Tumblr. I, the Tumblr verse wants you because I ended up I ended up as, answering all these questions the same way. So we need we need your insight. We need your you viewpoint. Know what? This is all Tumblr's fault. Uh, Tumblr, if you're listening, you need to switch this. Um, I have on my phone. Hmm. I'm always on. I'm always like I'm signed in to the self defense Tumblr all the time. Now, to get to ours, I've got to click four things to find sign out. Sign out, do this whole fucking rigmarole, sign in, it's a whole whatever. Uh, if Tumblr would just allow you to use two different accounts, this would be a non-issue. Are you fucking Snapchatting right now while I'm no, talking? No, I'm not at all. You lying-ass liar. I'm listening. Lying-ass liar. I'm listening. I'm so yeah, I blame, I blame Tumblr for that. I, uh... I refuse to log in and out every day. It's fucking banal. Yeah. Same reason I don't use the Facebook. I refuse to fucking log in and out it's every a, day. It's, it's a, a massive, fucking bullshit thing. It's a massive pain in the ass. It's like, like what am I fucking my dad? No, like it's no. like fucking. Oh, it's like that um, two-step uh, authentication. It's so fucking dumb. Yeah, if someone's gonna s- steal my shit, do it. I'll just start a new fucking. Please steal the email address I've had since uh, <laughs> like like the year two thousand three when Gmail came out. Please, I, don't I open up my Hotmail every now and then that I've had since uh, <laughs> 1999, Fuck. maybe, 2000, something like that. I really... Uh, it's wild. There's like I, I, 20,000 emails <laughs> in there, like some ridiculous All amount. All junk. All I junk. I really wish I could find the emails back and forth from girls I'd meet on straightedge.com. That would be the fucking greatest. It has to exist somewhere in time. Probably. Like there has to be an internet wayback machine for your hotmail. That'd be perfect. Perfect. Inspired. That would be nice. God damn. Um, I should go back and see what my <laughs> oldest message of my hotmail is. I bet that's gonna be wild. <laughs> Something police line related. No. Definitely. Question. So it's like me. Yeah, me fighting with the guy from Deranged Records about two hundred dollars. <laughs> you emailing Pusshead to do some uh, do some artwork. Yeah. It's always a one way email there. Yeah, yes. Speaking of one-way emails, no, I won't get into it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I just touched on the fact that I'm booking Daniel Higgs in Albany. Uh, Correct. I have been, speaking of non-one-way emails, I've been coming like, like bro-y with him. And it's, That's good. And it's, it's nice. kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, uh, his new band is called Fountain Sun. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, they're, it's their first time playing ever, and they're going to play in Albany. Nice. Um, it's, uh, I guess I'm going to plug it earlier than I would at the end. But, I'm really uh, sad I'm missing it. <clears throat> I'm really sad you're missing it, too. I'm also sad you're missing the Super Bowl, because uh, you've, you've got a place 
with me. Got, when a, this. <laughs> got a lot of shit to do that week. You've got a lot of shit to do. That you've got some touring. You've got to go uh, up and down the West Coast again. Um, are you flying or are you going to be vanning? I thought about they're driving out there. Um, and I thought about like, oh, oh you know what? God. Maybe that'll be fun. Just you know, take a road trip, take a couple days, see the interior of the country Andrew, again. It's been a while. You have know. you forgotten? It took me like I look. I caught reflection of myself at a car window as I was thinking of it. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? Being middle of winter in this Sprinter with no heat, up in the loft, just like scarf over my face, just trying to keep warm. Like, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, fuck I, that. I booked a fucking flight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stay like a day early in like a a hotel where they're like, all right, cool. Well, here's your room key. They give you like an old timey skeleton key. Like, and here's a. Uh, Here's a record player with an assortment of records that we feel really uh, complements well, the nature of that so you're room. Go, so you're going to Portland, then? No, I'm going to Seattle. Oh, Seattle, even better. I've got some phone numbers for you, bro, if you need, <laughs> if, if you need a quick stick, I'm your man. I've got some chat rooms on AOL that you could run into. <laughs> Great. Um, you know what? It's funny you mentioned that, because I, I know for a... Because I, I mean, after I left the band for even like a couple of years, I was really broken up about it, because, you know, you blow it, and I blew it. I think about crossing the country in a van now, regardless of season, and I would rather put a double-barrel shotgun in my mouth. Yeah, oh it my sounds God. fucking awful. <laughs> Arduous. Arduous. And, and it's I, not... Actually, it's not the driving, and it's not the middle of the country. It's being in the band van is really yes. what does it for me. It's just like... Because I, when I drive across the country, I want to stop at roadside stands and buy, like, rattlesnake-shaped salt-and-pepper shakers and fucking dumb shit. And, like, you're like, oh, cool, it's an Indian reservation. Let's go check that out. You know, like, some some well, wild shit. You <clears throat> uh, can't do that in a band band. You have to get to fucking Tulsa. Andrew, the- I, I, have a, um, I have a proposal for you. I just thought about it. Oh, boy. We find some time, and we do an overnight drive overnight drive across the country in one night no uh, okay. we take like a week or whatever and uh we figure out how to do this so you don't get fired and neither do i and we podcast or we video cast or whatever from the shitty motel we stay at every night in the meantime we find the weird parts of the united states that maybe not that many people have seen before but we also go to like Petro and find weird cassettes and things like that. And this uh, could be a good 2014 project. I really like to do that sometime and maybe like when it's not that hot or well, because we, I, I would like to see Montana again and we have to figure out a way because I'd like to sell my car. Uh, and I think there's no better way to sell my car than to Sell it to somebody in, in Washington State and drive it out there. <laughs> just drive it into the ground. Here you just go. Just drive it out there. Be like, here you go. There's no discs left on the brakes, but here you go. Uh, sell it for you know some money, and then I go back and I get um, the uh, Dodge 600K car convertible that I've always wanted. Yeah, but I think it would be really good to kind of... Um, this could, is a strong pitch. I feel this. We could even bring Sean Duty along. What's he got going on? Fucking cooking potatoes. Fuck him. He'll he'll never do it. He'll never do it in a million years. But what if I guarantee him a blowjob from a woman every night for the entirety of the trip? Strong guarantee. Strong guarantee. Well, we have to find somebody out there. I mean, we've... Should we... I mean, we have... This is kind of our, our... 
a renewed 2014 episode, I guess. Right? Yeah. We have big ideas coming. We got big. We're doing big Can things. Can we pretend last week didn't happen? I feel like that's the best pretend bet. Last week me. didn't happen. I didn't. I, I didn't get. I mean, I would like to pretend last week didn't happen on like a mental. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> you would actually erase it from existence. I would love possible. it. I would love it, and um, <clears throat> I would definitely erase it from existence. Not good, but now I feel great, and. Um, uh, but we, you know, we have to kind of, with renewed vigor, try to get the Sean Duty dating game going. Uh, we got a couple people last time, but not enough, and people who live far away, which will probably happen again. No doubt. But now that that motherfucker is removed um, and kind of living a low life, not a low life, that sounds so mean. I'm sorry, Sean Duty. Living a life on like the on like the DL, like he's just going to work. Low key, I think Low is what key. you're looking for. He's no longer a member of an international uh, collective, uh, fronted by a personality. Um, he's more uh, Sean Duty now, uh, a potato cooker. Is that a better way to say it? I guess the motherfucker shreds cabbage. I think for Sean a Duty now would be a really good album title for him. <laughs> Sean Duty now. He's making music. He's fucking... He's out there, man. He's doing big things in 2014. What if he started a band called The Sean Duty Now? That would be great. That's great. Sean Duty, if you're listening, start The Sean Duty Now. Start The Sean Duty Now. I'm sure you could get, um, you know... Free recording session. Yeah, I'm sure you could get some guy with a a mustache to play drums. Uh, I noticed in the punk scene, people were wearing a lot of leather lately. I hope Sean Duty gets a pair of leather pants. Um, I saw a picture of the band Gas Rag playing with Albany native Zach London singing. And he was wearing leather pants. I don't think it exists anymore. <laughs> but I have, or had in the past, a photo of Sean Duty wearing leather pants. <laughs> no. We Please. were all at the mall for some reason. And we're mm. like, fuck it, let's go into Wilson's and make Sean Duty try on leather pants. Which was surprisingly <laughs> not that hard to, uh, to do. Sean Duty put these on. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, so yeah, there exists somewhere out there on someone's hard drive a picture of Sean Duty wearing leather pants, <laughs> looking uncomfortable. Uh, and that's a fucking hard drive. Yeah. Uh, if you fucking open that picture, uh, you're gonna get like super hard or wet, depending on who you are. Oh uh, man. Um, what do we got? All right, well, I it's... I dig the road trip idea. Okay, I'm down good. for it. The Sean Duty now is gonna happen. That's it. I'm gonna recruit a band and be like, Sean Duty, your band's here. When you're out of work, it's it's band practice tonight. Whoa, oh, Sean... are, are we in a band? Wow. No, I'm not playing. I just got four guys to play with you. Yeah. They're, they're called the Sean Duty now, and they're waiting for you. Yes. They're mm-hmm. waiting for you to give them direction. Oh, um, well, um, my, I, uh, but the problem, but the thing is, Sean Duty, you have to play guitar. <laughs> I, Sean Duty's <laughs> last appearance on a self-defense record is him playing guitar, so I think he got back into it. He played guitar on that record? I thought he played Sean bass. Sean Duty plays one track on uh, on one song. I will not reveal which song it is. Why People not? People will always wonder. Why not? Is this this track that Sean Duty... I'll tell you. Oh, I'm not going to tell everyone else. Yeah, Sean Duty has no carriage and no cachet anymore. He's done. He's gone. But wait, the Sean Duty now. It's coming, it's coming back. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sean Duty now. Pitchfork presents the Sean Duty now live at uh, Irving Plaza. Uh, sold oh, out, sold out. Um, before, during, and after, Sean Duty gets blown. Uh, because causes a stir in the tumb- in the blog community, and uh, Sean Duty quits his job and becomes a minor millionaire, much like Condoleezza Rice. Nice. 
Nice life. Nice life. Yeah, Shelby. pretty pretty good. I would love to call him, but should I call him? If you'd like, sure. Okay, I'm gonna give, trying to do a quick call, and then we got some Tumblr questions to do. Um, <clears throat> it's just band idea to him. He can't hear me when I talk. I'm gonna play it like we're not podcasting. Like I'm just calling him to say what's up. Yeah, because you always call Shondri at ten o'clock on a like, Thursday. <laughs> You know, I haven't called good in a long minute, so I can't even find his fucking number right now. Oh, there he is. Okay. He's probably working, though, right? I don't know. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh-oh. Hello? <laughs> this is always the worst part of the podcast. I don't know why. Hello? Yeah, this very rarely goes over well. We should put his number out. <laughs> So Sean, you should just give a list of uh, what is it, eleven numbers, and let people try and put it together as best they can. <laughs> or put it in, uh, like, just press it on the keypad and let people interpret it. What a jerk! Five one eight. Hold on, I'll leave a message. Number and a brief message. I'll be sure to get back to you. Thanks. Goody man, it's Hans, dude. Uh, I'm in bad shape. Uh, I just need someone to talk to real bad. If you could just... I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. Just just, just give me a call back if you can. I love you, dude. I'm just... I'm just really... I'm just really... Uh, uh, I'll be waiting with bated breath for your call, dude. Ah, oh, you oversold it. That's it. <laughs> Damn it. I know I had to get the cheap jab in. That was perfect. Uh, he'll probably you know. He'll, he'll, you always fly too close to the sun. Yeah, fucking story of my life. You know that, man. The first day you met me, I flew way too close to the sun. <laughs> um, yeah, well, why don't we get into the Tumblrverse right now? Now that we've made a complete uh, ass out of ourselves, we'll just meet. Perfect. Let's just let's just jump right into it. There's some. Uh, I like that Sean Diddy's answering machine doesn't have the woman talk to you. It just beeps like it's, a, right. like it's an old-timey answering machine. Beep. Would you please uh, call a uh, late message if you'd like? Sean uh, Diddy. Uh, uh, let's see what we got. Earlier today, um, I figured well. out how to play Midwestern guitar. Is that weird to you guys at all? Why would that be weird to us, brother? I don't. I don't know. believe you actually did. I don't believe you actually did. I either. believe you think you did, but I think I was too clever for that shit. Yeah, exactly. I think there's we... actually I'm playing guitar in part of Midwest. I I forgot that until not that long ago when uh, I was just like, oh, you know, I've got a guitar part that I think would work in here. I put down my bass and I went in there, and uh, a couple people got a red ass about me stepping out of my uh, my role as bassist for that song. I remember that. That was yeah, that was a little weird. weird. Yeah, yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah, got a little got a little strange, but it's what it is. It is what it is. But um, all in all. Uh, no, that's wonderful. Thank you for a song we wrote a long time ago. And learn another one. Learn another one. Learn the whole thing, and then you can you can play in the end of year reunion review touring this, touring this summer, um, playing instrumentally, and anyone who wants to come up on stage and sing can, which will be no one, no one at all. And that, <laughs> uh, we but we will have a thousand dollar guarantee, and then uh, also everyone can line up and suck our dicks. Um, 
More undercover boss screenshots, please. <laughs> Our story continues at a call center in Chicago. Those were did pretty you, classic. Did you see those? Oh, they I did. Fucking great! Oh my god! I just started pressing pressing the print screen and then cutting and pasting. <laughs> man, it was so good. I think I will do that. I am obsessed with Undercover Boss. Love that show. Why were you watching Undercover Boss online? Were you like on Hulu watching that shit or something? Oh, it was on Netflix, man. Netflix ah. has gotten Netflix has gotten super budget and corny lately, and has like the worst shows on it. So I'm uh, taking full advantage because I am also super budget and corny. Oh, here we go. Hans, how much pizza are you going to have to order out of despair when the Saints absolutely destroy the Seahawks in the... Good submission, guy. Good submission. First of all. <laughs> well, listen, dickhole. Maybe you should figure out how to f- fucking post the question on Tumblr before you come with some lame shit. How about that, brother? How about that? Why don't you fucking uh, pull your head right out of your ass... Uh, go to college, get a job, um, <laughs> learn how to speak uh, the language and the country you were born, um, try to figure out how to do simple math, uh, make love to a woman, or at least see a pair of tits for the first time in your life. Um, um, let's see. was listening to the last podcast, and Hans was talking about all the haters who came at him on that picture. Legit do not understand. I thought he looked real cute. Andrew's got some dope glasses, too. Good look all around, dudes. Oh, shit. Nice. Thank you. That's Appreciate nice. it. Sure, that's really nice. This uh, And it's a uh, real person. And, and it's a woman who uh, who wrote. So that's nice. God bless. Um, all right. Uh, you know, uh, there's a question that somebody really wanted me to answer. Um, because it's heating up. It's a Harry Bush question. So, Andrew, you might want to get up and walk around again. Awesome. <laughs> Hold on. I got to find it here. Uh, this is always the good part of the... Um... Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Hans, strange question for you. Not at all. Is going down on a girl with hair any different than going down on one without? Yes. No. The girl I, yes. lost, the girl I lost my virginity to and dated for a few years was always clean-shaven. Boring. But a new girl I'm seeing has hair. Am I overthinking this shit, or are there things I need to do? The only thing you need to do is find that clit, man. Find that clit and lick. And concentrate on it. Until and then stop every four seconds and be like, oh, sorry. Like, awkwardly <laughs> have to pull a hair out of your mouth. Like, sorry, okay. Here we go. Ready? You know, fucking maybe, fuck that. Maybe for you, man. But I, you know, I just consider that spoils a war, man. That's the shit that happens afterward. Where I'm like, oh, shit, I got some hairs in my mouth. But I handle my shit. And I'm like, you know, I just, uh, I, I go through the woods and in the and I find the clearing. <laughs> you're like the fucking dude that just drives a car until like the trunk is rusting out. And you're just like, yo, why don't you just fix your car? <laughs> dude, just fix the muffler. Like why are you going through all this extra work? Just fix the fucking car. Are you comparing a hairy pussy to a rusty muffler? I think I'm prepa- I'm comparing women to cars. Trigger warning. <laughs> Trigger warning. Uh car talk. <laughs> so um, misogynistic car talk. Um, so that's you know my view on it. Uh, let the let the barrel blow. Let the hair go. Uh, you can find the clit real good. Um, uh, sounding real basic, but you know what? She's she's a free spirit. She's growing that pubic hair out. She doesn't and she's and don't be the dude who's like, well, it'd be better if you like maybe trimmed it up or shaved because then she'll just feel bad about herself. So like, I agree with that. That's probably not. I wouldn't lead with that. Yeah, just be cool, man. If you what I would lead with is maybe you should take a look at your overall life and change the trajectory <laughs> you're on, and um, 
I don't stop worrying so much about who stole the forty dollars out of the bike collective coffer and maybe get a uh, a job with a four hundred one k and then we'll we'll revisit this in six to eight months when you've got your shit together. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew, for. Uh... Uh, eliciting the exact reaction I wanted so bad. Yeah. I wanted you to shame people. It's so good. Um, so it's like you, it's not a big deal. You were just going to buy spokes with that money. It's fine. Like, I have $40. I'll give it to you just to hear you not talk about who stole it. It's fucking fine. You equate that with a hairy pussy man? I don't equate bike, it. Bike punks? Yes. I, I think chances are if you are going down on somebody who's, like, really unkempt and really out of control... Chances are you have to have a bullshit conversation about baristas. Oh, you're or something so, you're that. so, like, or some, Andrew, you're so some right. God fucking damn it. horse shit. You have to hear about how, like, it's really immoral to have an iPad. You've, you're going to hear uh, about, oh, my God. How a certain restaurant is for, like, rich people. Yeah, like, oh, oh I can't go in there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you'll, oh you'll be dealing with a lot of that. It sounds fucking awesome. It sounds really relaxing mm. and not at all taxing. And, uh, yeah, I would so, say definitely do that. Clearly there's a trade-off, guys. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> Andrew, you have such convincing arguments. A lot. Of, I've been. I mean, uh, I'd say fifty-fifty. The women I've been with have been shaven and clean, and I've uh, just enjoyed, uh, or the shaven and, and hairy. And I just enjoy the hairy more. I feel like I can. I can be. I can. I can swashbuckle. I can do more with the hairy. I'm woman. not saying this woman doesn't exist. Yeah. I'm sure she does. I'm purely <laughs> using stereotypes because you get to deliver a lot of information in a short amount of time using a stereotype. Okay, so Andrew, you come back from the tour coming up, right? And you discover that Gabriel's stopped shaving. What happens? Is is her life still in the same direction, she's or does she? Job. Is there a, a train hopper on her our, our couch? No, she's working. She's God bless. Uh, she's Whatever. Doing Don't care. Good. You don't care. Don't care. That's fine. So it's more of a lifestyle thing. Like, attached to the hairy pussy is a lifestyle that you don't agree with. Correct. Okay. So Although if she does that, I'm shaving my face clean. Because she hates when I do that shit. <laughs> Perfect. So that's it. That's, oh, that's going to be the trade-off. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, man. You know what? It's really not a big deal. And I, yeah, you sound like a young guy. And, uh, and God bless. Um, don't make her feel weird. Uh, be happy that you're getting some, some good pussy. Because when you get old and ugly, no one's going to want to fucking take their jacket off in front of you, let alone their clothes. So, enjoy it now. Alright, what else we got here? (laughs) We got a lot of questions and not a ton of time, so uh, let's let's Um, pick some goodies. Andrew, thank you for suggesting Mark Kozilek. I weeped the the softest... I? I guess you did. At some point, I weeped like the softest of men the first time I heard the song, Somehow the Wonder of Life Prevails. I'll have to listen to that song. <laughs> Truth be told, I don't care for most of that guy's catalog. The last two records he's done just happen to have been fantastic. But <laughs> all right, God bless. All right. Your move, bro. Uh, let's see. We've got a ton of questions. Thank you, everybody. we got 15 questions. Yeah, a lot questions. of them came in. Thank you. Uh, so I moved back home after college, got a job, and now have enough money to move out if I have a roommate. The catch is that I've got no prospects for roommates unless I Craigslist someone or get a place with a diagnosed schizophrenic that I previously roomed with in college. Is Craigslist a roommate as bad, or is Craigslisting a roommate as bad of an idea as I think it is? Mm. I a, would say probably. As opposed to living with a schizo. Yeah, that's sort of a push, isn't it? <laughs> it is kind of a push. 
Uh, I would, if uh, the Craigslist roommate thing is uh, really a pissy crapshoot, because you got to move yeah. all your stuff in and everything. Um, I've had f- I've had friends who live in Seattle uh, get off really good on this. You know, like uh, they live with like three or four other people, and it's like a big collective party, and they have potluck dinners and all that other shit. I've also heard horror stories, so I don't, I I don't know, man. Roll the dice. Anything's better than living Actually, with a you know schizo. What? Yeah, seriously, fuck it. Just do it anyway. Life will be interesting. Or, you might or, get some shit stolen. It's whatever. It's just shit. Or or uh, live at home longer. And also uh, possible because because yeah. you're you're what you're saying now is that you're you're moving out for no reason into a, a, a situation that isn't ideal. So maybe you should just uh, watch cable and eat hot pockets for another six months. Uh, I started talking to this girl, and I get the feeling she is interested in me too. I'm extremely punching above my weight class, and I'm freaking out because I think it's going too well. What's the best way to plan this out? Nonsense. You're Mike Tyson. Yeah, I don't know. What's what's the problem? What like? I forget, it, it was a study or just something, but attractive women generally prefer people less attractive than them. <laughs> yeah, without uh, a doubt. Yeah. Um, I think we both can attest, as many of our friends can attest, uh, it's just the way it goes. Uh, the, the example I always think of is when uh, Salman Rushdie married uh, Padma Lakshmi, the, the woman from Top Chef. It was just, like, crazy. It was, so like, good. Yep. bananas A stupid. dude who looks so, like, like the guy who fixes shoes. Dude, he your... looks like a <laughs> goblin. He looks like an actual Ugh. goblin. Like, he like, st- lives under your bed and steals your breath at night when you go to sleep. Um, so, yeah, he, uh, he, that, that's just the way it goes. It's fine. You're freaking out over literally nothing. Yeah. And, like, what's, I guess this is my question, is what's the worst thing that could happen here? Yeah. Like, what are you freaking out about? You're, at this point, experiencing failure is just experiencing, like, past failures again. Like, or, like, stress is just past failures coming back. It's dumb. It's right. stupid. Don't, and, don't and sweat it. You, you managed to, to bag her. Uh, to use like you know old timey fucking dude in a tavern from the eighties talk, you managed to bag her, bro. <laughs> so like you're doing something right, and you're you're talking to her in a real way, which is more than than you usually get. And you're punching above your weight class, sure, but I punch above my weight class like a ton of times, and I always yeah. do. Who doesn't want to punch above the weight class? That's exactly the, that's Go, the point of living. Right. Yeah, you want to get. You always want to get better. You want to get a better car, get a better job, find a better falafel. Why wouldn't you want to find the best woman? Why wouldn't you want to find a better woman? <laughs> find a hot fucking woman. You know? Find a better falafel, man. That really that, that brought it all together for <laughs> Seriously. me. Seriously. You know what's weird? The past two times in the past two years, I've had falafel. I've thrown up both times. Really? Yeah. I'm afraid to have it a third time. Where's the best falafel you've ever had? Andrew. Amsterdam falafel in uh, Washington D.C. Ah, that is and then the last time I had it, I went back to my hotel and I threw up. Damn, that's a really good place to have falafel. They it's put really fries good. In the falafel, it's so good. It, it is shit is good. Best falafel I ever had was in Budapest. Yeah, if anyone who hasn't been there, Adams Morgan D.C. Amsterdam falafel, go there now. Yeah, just right now. I mean, go there right now, and don't maybe take... we'll go there on the overnight drive uh, tour. First stop, um, definitely. And uh, or don't take too long at the fixins bar, though, motherfuckers. Yeah, no, nah, come on, right, yeah, stop. You, you got the pickled beets, get the fry. Okay, let's go. Moving on, you know, life goes on. Here we go. <laughs> Holy shit! Takes people take fucking forever to do anything involving a salad bar or like a. You go to Indian buffet and it's busy. 
okay, all right, this is fucking a forget buffet. It, yeah. This is like a you're, you're digging in your own rice, just waiting to get on fucking to get to the sog paneer. Right, and you can go back and get more. You don't have to load your plate like fucking Mount Vesuvius the first time. You can. Man, go I haven't had Indian buffet in a long time. Right. So I, I got, one of the things I miss about Albany is you can't mm. throw a fucking rock without hitting an Indian buffet. <laughs> so good. It's fucking and it's like still I, when six... we were up there for uh, for Christmas, I'm. In the middle of Townsend Park, being like, there are four Indian restaurants in every cardinal direction. I'm point like I could seriously just put a blindfold on and spin around. There's an 87 percent chance I'm gonna be pointing right at an Indian guy asking was, me to come in to have the buffet. Oh, please come in six dollar all night, six dollar. So good, love it. Six. And there's still nothing compared to Curry House though. Curry House is the reigning champ of, uh, of Albany uh, Indian food. That's no shit. Really good and good. Fine food, fast and cheap. And they're I nice. always say this to people. I don't know if I ever said it on the, pod- the podcast. I was the first customer at Curry House. No shit. Yeah, that's right. You uh-huh. lived on Allen Street. I remember. Yep, that, that I was remember. me. I remember that I, house. I paved the way for you guys. <laughs> you you um, sure did. Let's see. We got uh, oh. This is Dick Problems from episode 10, checking in with a status update. About a year ago, I complained to you guys about my boner woes, but now I'm happy to report that I haven't failed to rise to the occasion even once in the last nine months or so. (laughs) I feel like my dick problems are not only conquered, but that I've reached a new sexual peak, giving and receiving pleasure like never before. uh, Yeah, but you've only... This guy got really, like, uh, penthouse forum on us at the end there. Started to get, like, really flowery. (laughs) You know, I never thought it would happen to me, but there I was, receiving... (laughs) Reaching a new sexual peak, giving and receiving pleasure like never before. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, you you failed to mention that you've only been fucked once since the, in a year. That's so. all right. Still, still a hundred percent success rate. Fuck it. Yeah, well, I noticed that too lately. Like ever since uh, I got off my meds, mice. You could hang a bucket of water on that. <laughs> it's I don't know. I back a, in the saddle. A, a rock hard cock. All of a sudden, that was always God making. That was giving. I no more softy. No more Mister Softy. I'm right on now. I bust right through the condom. Who cares? Boom. Fucking, you care. I care. I care a lot. <laughs> You're gonna have a nine month mental breakdown Boom. the whole time. This woman being like, I had my period eight times. Yeah. Like, I promise you, I'm not pregnant. One eight hundred. I just, I don't know. I just maybe we should get a test anyway. Well, uh, uh, you know, one eight hundred go Greyhound. I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a member of the uh, Amtrak, uh, you know, Miles Club. I'll just fucking take a take a go out to California until they find me. I'll go out to California and live on the beach until I have to get a books job, and then they'll nail me, and it'll suck. You'll have you'll have that year on the beach. It's true. Mm. All right, you want to do one more and call it? Let's do one more call it. Call it. Um. Well, balls in your court. <laughs> the balls in my court. Um, I had a one-night stand with a girl on New Year's who had just broken up with her boyfriend. Bad idea. I ended up getting really into her, and a couple days later... Well, first mistake. Jesus. So, and a couple days later, she told me she got back together with him. Nice life. It's been however many days now. You're from upstate New York, I can tell. It's been however yeah. many days now. And I'm still cut up about it. I don't know how I should feel slash act toward her now. S-O-S. You should feel grateful that you had a nice time. Yeah. And that's it. You got, so you got that cutty uh, on New Year's where everyone's looking for it. You got kissed, fucked, sucked. You woke up with a beautiful girl next to you and then she fucking bailed on you and peaced. She did you a favor because she's indecisive. Indecisive Irene. That's who you dated. That you fucked. And um, I don't trust anybody who, like, 
constantly breaks up and gets back together with people. It's just weird. Uh, it's like a big. That's like a heavy decision. It's like getting. It's like constantly getting, like renewing the lease on your apartment, like every month. You're like, I'm gonna go for another year. Wait, I don't. I really want to move out. Oh wait, I'm gonna get back in it for another year. Oh wait, I really want to move out. It's like insane. Forget it. Um, I've dealt with that in the past. I've been you, man, and uh, uh, put that night of drunken, mediocre sex into your spank bank. Uh, enjoy it while you can. She's never gonna go back with you. She's a how much could you get hung up on? Is she? It's like what four days? Yeah. Ago? Like how you? How could possibly well, could you've gotten that probably, hung up? She sounds like she knocked it out of the park. If she's if he's Apparently. she's really into uh, getting ended up getting really into her. It's probably like it's probably like perfect storm. Like he's probably like schlubby, and she's like, boom. You know what I mean? And and she's like, fuck it. You know I'm I broke up with Daryl. Whatever. Wait a minute. Is that question from before with the guy punching above his weight, was that newer than this Hold one? Hold on here. Oh, shit. Oh. No, it's not. Okay, all right. So, weight puncher guy, still going for it. All right. Yeah. Um, Good. Well, lane. actually, we'll go back to weight puncher guy. Don't end up like this. Don't, you know, don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, seriously, don't sweat it. It's like yeah. every everything you have in life one day you're not going to have it so just enjoy it for the time it's there and then it's gone yeah. and that's it and and you and you don't don't play any games because then someone in, in a relationship or in like courting i guess you could say or whatever uh the popular thing to do is to like to quote unquote play the game and if you don't play the game like you're just like a normal dude and you're like not projecting and you're not being like you know or playing like the ooh, i'll maybe i'll text you back game if you fly right it's gonna fuck her up because she's expecting you to pull some major gamesmanship. So it'll look better if you don't do that shit, or it'll drive her crazy either way. Win win, win win. Um, so all right, I think uh, <clears throat> I think this has been overnight drive forty seven. Overnight drive forty seven. Uh, I'm already, fucking killing it with these numbers. Already a classic. I can already tell. Any podcast that mentions Bonnie Prince Billy. And Daniel Angus is perfect. <laughs> what do you got to plug this week? Um, I've got to plug the fact that I have M&M's left over from Christmas, and I'm about to fucking eat them. And it's so good. Dope. I've got a show coming up. Two shows, actually, January 24th, uh, 8 o'clock p.m. in Albany at Valentine's. Uh, a band called... A band featuring Steve Hegner from no end-of-a-year fame. Pony in the Pancake. That's his new... Uh, band, they kind of sound like. Um, I've done po- sound for Pony the Pancake many times. Yeah, he's playing bass for him now. They All ca- right, they have a new sound. It kind of sounds like if um, Jesus and Mary Chain uh, uh, wrote real songs, and it's it's not bad. And Weird. Uh, playing with our uh, friends from Iron Pier Records in New York City, Deep Pockets, and uh, the return of Psychotic Hans on guitar. In a stripped-down version of Bear Mattress with no songs written. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm going to get a delay pedal and just uh, let it go. I'll build you a delay pedal for that. Thank you. You can come up and play with me if you'd like. <laughs> I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to fucking be here. Okay. I hate when you're not around. Are we going to do an overnight drive from, from the road, bro? Yeah, I think I can do that. I'll make it work. You can get anyone on you'd like. Uh, uh, it would be great. <laughs> well, speaking of the road... Uh, I already did this last week, but I'll do it again. Uh, the 17th in... 
where the fuck was it? They changed it. I think it's in what's what's the only city in Rhode Island? Providence. That's the one. Providence, Rhode Island. The 18th in Philly. The 19th in New York at Santos. Uh, Self defense is playing. I'm not playing these. I'm gonna go <laughs> to the Santos one. Um, but I got too playing. much shit to do. I'm just not playing them. That's good. Uh, so if you want to go and watch self defense with me at Santos Party House on the 19th, definitely do that because that'll be fucking weird. That'll be meta. Uh, but then the 28th in Seattle, the 29th in Portland, 30th in Sacramento, 30... Is the 30th still in Sacramento? I thought we uh, we killed that. Hmm. Ah, fuck. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego. I'm going to be in the West Coast. Get at me. We'll have fun. Yeah. Great. That's it. That's, that's all I got to plug great. right now. Uh, also, Daniel Higgs, uh, famous for being a lungfish, and among other things, is going to be playing January 31st in Albany, uh, By My Hand. I booked him. <laughs> it's going to be dead by my hand. It's going to be dead by my hand. I'm going to destroy art for the common good. I'm actually going to fill the uh, Upstate Artists Guild with gas and kill everybody. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run. Gonna a, idle a car. I'm gonna idle a car in the back in the back parking lot and run a hose in, and everyone's gonna get real sleepy and quiet. And then I'm gonna just simply turn everything off and shut the lights off and leave. It's gonna be nice. <laughs> and because it's an art gallery, people will be laying there in the cold for seven days before it opens again. The perfect crime. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna kill Dan Higgs. Are you kidding? I might do something else with Dan Higgs, but we'll see. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Andrew hates when I talk the gay stuff. You hate it. I just, I just, I just have so much built up animosity towards homosexuals. You're such it's a, just, yeah. You get real tremendous. You get real daddish when you know, when I talk about gay shit. It's just, <laughs> just I think about it and I just have this hot fire in my heart. <laughs> you know, I could put out that hot fire. <laughs> a good, uh, a good. Come on, we'll finish a thought. A good, a good fucking. A good fucking. Good fucking. You know what you need? You need a good fucking. You need a good Jesus. fucking. You need to accept the load. <laughs> Actually. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, and uh, photographs of Craigslist.com. Uh, I've got the new dot com up. So it's very, for your convenience, photographs of Craigslist.com. Um, heralded by such blogs as Frank151 and followed by such artists as Terry Richardson. Uh, little old me. Posting photographs of Craigslist, and uh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> That's it. You know what sucks? I already forgot the name of Sean Duty's new band. The uh, Sean Duty Now. The Sean Duty Now. Perfect. Thank you. God damn. The Sean it. Duty Now playing thirty uh, six date U S tour coming up in the spring. Uh, basically going from New York to Seattle down to San Diego and over uh, New Orleans and hitting Miami and then driving back home. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. There's going to be a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of in-betweens. Uh, I can't wait. He's asked me to um, be his tour manager. I've graciously accepted, quit my job, and uh, I know I'm going to make at least $2,000 off of this band uh, that summer. It's like working at a summer camp. It's going to be great. Um, <clears throat> not really. I'm just kidding about all of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fuck it. This is 47. We'll be back next week with 48, inching closer to 50. We're going to get there. Yes, and number 50, we I'm going to I'm going to hype it up cuz why not? Number yeah, just th- think of, make us some lame bullshit that we're going to do for 50. We'll figure it out. Number 50 is going to be hot fire. 
and I, uh, we've got some secrets building up, much like the female orgasm, builds up over time, and then comes quickly when it's, when it's ready. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be so good. Fuck it. Alright, we'll see you next week. Let's cue this music and the yeah. fuck out of here. podcast listener my name is vince and i'm the host of a show called the rr show it stands for reddit readings we're going to sit down twice a week and i'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online things like malicious compliance petty revenge hey lady i don't work here oh there's so much more Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.